Well, hello and welcome to the Goat Life Podcast, the premier podcast from the folks at JB Racing Goats. In this podcast, we talk about the everyday challenges that come with raising breeding goats, as well as the fun we have while doing it. To find out more about JB Racing Goats, follow us on Facebook, Instagram, or on the web at jbracinggoats.com. Just one small disclaimer, the information on this podcast is not meant to replace the advice of trained professionals. Be sure to consult your local veterinarian for any medical advice. Now enjoy the show. Okay, welcome to another episode of the Goat Life Podcast. I'm JB. I'm Chloe. We've had a pretty exciting week around here, haven't we? Yep. Why don't you tell the listeners what's been going on? Well, three of our mamas just had babies this week. That's right. So this was the official start of the birthing season. In the last episode, we talked about waiting for birth and the signs and everything. And then we knew they were getting close. This week, they just started popping them out, huh? Yep. All right. So how many do we have right now? Um, We have five. We have five. And sadly to say, we did have six. Mm. But one of them was a floppy kid, and it didn't have the strength to survive, so it didn't make it much more than a couple days. So rest in peace, little rocket, right? Yeah. (laughs) Um, And that happens. That's actually something that if you are birthing goats, you have to be ready to, um, you know, to to have that happen sometimes because it's just part of nature mm-hmm. okay were you there for all three births yeah okay i thought so too i know i was there i remember it's just not maddie <laughs> yes <laughs> he every- doesn't want to come everyone wanted to watch but maddie yeah that's no fine interest. though <laughs> it is fine i can't say that it's something super exciting um to watch well actually i think it's exciting but it's i, I can see where some people would find it not exciting or maybe mm-hmm. even repulsive he could say yeah he has better things to do (laughs) yes he was he was working hard at school this week so we'll give him that all right so what was the first birth um samantha samantha Mm -hmm. and she had two yeah well i mean they all had two yeah right which two did she have um do you want me to say sure say their names yeah um well she had a boy and a girl Mm mm-hmm which is good. Um, the boy's name is uh, Beefcakes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> we named him that because he's um, quite chunky, which mm-hmm. is good. Yeah. And um, Little May is a girl. Yes, Little May, who is actually not really very little. She's no. beefy too. <laughs> now, um, it, we, we've actually been talking a lot about Samantha this week because she is a very experienced mother. Yeah. So this is probably probably her fourth or fifth. Yeah, she's you know, maybe like maybe even sixth year. Yeah, she's like obviously we're gonna retire her next year. Yeah, yeah, we've been talking about retiring her next year because first of all, it, the experienced mothers it shows, right? She mm-hmm. just kind of popped them out. Yeah. Kind of did it on her own. We didn't really have to help too much. And, um, you know, then she cleaned them up and started 
nurse room and everything. So that that kind of helps. Once they've done it a number of times, they know exactly what's happening. Uh-huh. And they don't need as much experience, much help from us. But the downside of them getting old is that they do start to develop problems after years, right? Uh-huh. So we noticed last year that Samantha... Um, and, and Samantha is actually the goat in our podcast cover. Oh, really? Yeah, like the image that we use for the podcast. That's Samantha and one of her kids from last year. I don't know which one. Um, but uh, Samantha, um, we noticed last year one of her udders. Uh, do you remember what it's called? The um, That it lost its form? Um, well, she... To be specific, she um, her nipples became engorged. Engorged, yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, one of them in particular. Well, yes, one of them. Yeah, so one of them, um, and, and so she, it was sore, and she didn't want the kids to nurse off of it, so she would mm-hmm. kick them off when they tried to nurse yeah. off that side, which would make it worse. And so what we found we had to do was to nurse that side down, to milk that side down, until it didn't hurt her and then try to get the babies on and then sooner or later the babies would catch on and start nursing it and then it would be Mm -hmm. fine but it made for a couple of um you know probably a first week maybe even two of having to milk her to keep it under control which last year that was not fun because Mm -hmm. um it was me and my mom doing it because you were out of town Mm -hmm. and we weren't wanting to get her on the um clipping stand because yeah. um yeah she's really big yeah. <laughs> and uh you can get her on but for us that wasn't it was really hard to just milk her on the ground so yeah and it was hot because we it had them in really June last too. year I know yeah yes that's right I was I think I was in Columbia then I was I wasn't even anywhere near <laughs> but th- that's that's fine we had that problem again today this year but then this year, um, we got it going pretty quick, but then she had another problem. Uh, do you remember what that one was called? Um, well, she got an infection. Yeah. Um, mastitis, is that Mast- right? Mastitis, that's right. Yeah. And so we're dealing with that now. But um, once they start having problems multiple years in a row, it's usually a good sign that they're yeah they're ready to wrap up. And so she can live out the rest of her life without having to worry about babies hanging off of her mm-hmm. which would probably be a good thing um okay so that's number one what was number two who went next um abby Is that, wait no it was um bailey bailey that's yeah. right and bailey's a first-time mother Mm-hmm. yes and we actually had a problem with bailey didn't we oh yeah she um had some trouble didn't she? Yeah. The first baby was breech. And so um, for, for those of you, it's, it's not what, what, it, what it basically means is that, you know, like it was in an un, it was a position that was going to be really hard to, to get out. And in this case, she had her head and one hoof forward and the other hoof behind, which basically spreads the shoulders out which makes it really hard to get them to push through. 
The other and the worst position is if their feet come first and their head doesn't. <clears throat> That's the other breach position that you gotta worry about. But this was like the not as bad one. Um, if it's the head that comes first, or it's the feet without the head that comes first, then you push it back in until you get the head. You gotta, that's when you put the big long gloves on, <laughs> you reach in there and you push it out until you get that head out first. In this case, it was um, one foot and so we had to pull the baby out. Mm -hmm. It was um, us pulling her uh, <laughs> yes. head and you pulling the baby. <laughs> <laughs> yes, and I was amazed that the baby survived, but they here too. They're limber and strong, but that was, that was yeah, we had to literally pull on both sides of her, so mm. we needed all of our strength there. Thankfully, um, the second one was easier for yep. her. Yep, the second one came out just fine. Mm -hmm. and, and people ask us all the time, um, do you need to be there for the birth? Because we always tell them, like, well, you know, like I tell my job, I can't travel during birth month because I need to be there. And in essence, no, you don't need to be there because goats birth naturally all the time. Well, yeah, all animals do. Right. Yes, <laughs> they, they don't. It's not like people. I mean, it's technically people would birth by themselves even True. if they were in hospital. So, um, but uh, it's, it's about investment, right? Mm -hmm. We have babies that are valuable and that we count on the continuing of our our um, herd and everything and those are the babies that we sell for show goats so we don't want to lose them yep so we're there just like your doctor is for your human births to mm -hmm. make sure everything comes out all right and to make it as least painful for the goat as possible um and then the third one and these happen all day, three days in a row. Yeah. Yeah. So we had some really busy days. The third one was who? Um, Abby. Yeah. How did that go? Um, well, uh, the first one was uh, really big. Mm-hmm. And I can't remember. Did she have trouble at all? Did we need to help no, her? I mean, we helped her a little, but she didn't really. It was just a comfort thing. It, it wasn't like that she needed it. Yeah, she would have done it just fine on her own. But um, the second one was the one we were talking about that um, died, unfortunately. Yeah. Which, I mean, we tried our best. You know, we bottle fed it and stuff. But, mm -hmm. you know, in our house and stuff. But, yeah. Yeah. So, the um, we had this with um, with this same goat last year. But it wasn't as drastic where one was really big and mm. one was small. Yeah, this was like pint size. It was like yeah. extremely tiny. Yeah. It's probably like one of them came out, you know, seven pounds and the other one came out like three pounds. I know. It was like, you know, my mom called him a, a preemie because yeah. he was like that tiny and he obviously acted like one too. Yes. Yeah, and, and um, you know, so it's really interesting to watch the moms because they, they know what to do, generally. Yeah. And so she, they, they kind of kick the babies. <laughs> yeah. Because they know they need to get them on their feet. Mm-hmm. I feel like this one is um, 
a little bit more aggressive maybe yeah. before kicking. Yeah. <laughs> She's less patient. Or, and so they, they'll do that. Like they'll step on them almost. Um, well, and, sometimes they actually do step on yeah, them. Yeah, yeah, they do. And, um, you know, they, they want to get them on their feet as soon as they can because, you know, like you got to, they got to start nursing. Generally, mm-hmm. we say within an hour, you want them, um, you know, nursing. Um, and so she was actually good about that, but she, I think she could tell right away that the little one was not really viable. And, um, you know, we, we, we pull them in, we, no matter what, we're always going to pull them in and try to save them because maybe half the time you can. Yeah. Sometimes. Yeah. I mean, and, you don't know when, so right. you yeah, might as you well try. Yeah. You, you might as well try because I mean, it was a good form baby. It was a nice proportions and everything it was just mm-hmm. small. And yeah. small wasn't always bad. It's just a different weight class. <laughs> so you yeah, know. maybe if he's um, you know, real beefy and small, that could be um good because you wouldn't have trouble um keeping him underweight yeah. at the end. Right. Yeah. So, but um, yeah, it it didn't work out in this case, and we tried. We gave him vitamins. We gave him the um the milk and. The cholesterol and all the things that you were supposed to do and we tried to help them exercise and get going but it just didn't didn't happen this time so um and now what's what's left um well we um had a goat we have two mamas well mm-hmm. um one of them we took to the vet um a couple days ago mm-hmm. and um she had a sonogram so um she's definitely pregnant yeah. we know we don't know how many, but uh, then the other one, we just... We're just not sure. I mean, she did lose her baby last year, but also it was just a really big one, which maybe she had some complications with it, or mm-hmm. maybe she's just done. Yeah. We don't really have... Well, when we bought her, she didn't have any um, records, so... Obviously, we don't know how old she is or anything. Yeah. And, and technically, this last one is not our goat. It's one that we, um, mm-hmm. you know, that we stable for um, the owner, for friends of ours. Um, yeah. And yeah, we're, we're just not sure. She, like that said, some goats don't have really defined signs. And that yeah, makes it hard. Yeah, some of them just, they don't show anything. Yeah. Yep. And this is one of those goats. So... Um, I did something I've never done before. I actually ordered pregnancy tests online, goat pregnancy tests. Which is really interesting <laughs> yes, that they I make know. those. <laughs> I didn't really, I didn't even think I, that they ex- about them, but they exist. And so I ordered some and, um, you know, we will try to collect some urine and then we will. Which might be difficult. <laughs> yes, I've never tried that before, so that'll be fun. And then we'll test her, and I guess we'll know then whether she's pregnant or not. Um, but yeah, you got to do that sometimes. Yeah, because um, we probably don't want to be like waiting around yeah. a month later, right. nothing. Right. A month right. later, you know. Yeah, so that's the uh, fun that we've been having this week, and I think it's going to continue into ne- next week. Unless we uh, get it all straightened out, yep. Um, but it's uh, it's fine, and and now starts the 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 phase where they're all nursing, all the babies mm-hmm. are nursing, 
And so um, the mamas uh, will be keeping them going and everything. And then we just got to make sure the mamas are healthy and good and producing milk and getting Mm -hmm. fed. And then in a few weeks, we'll actually start the babies on some creep food as well. Because they're going to start looking for other things to fill their (laughs) bellies. But it's fun. It moves really fast now, huh? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Um, We have a tip of the week. And what's this week's tip? Um, How to get goats to drink water. Yes. Water is the most essential part of a goat's diet. Especially where we live, South Texas. Yes. Gets hot in the summer. Gets hot a lot, right? Well, I mean, yeah, all year round. But yeah. Especially in the summer, you know, it's 100 degrees. Yes. So, so um, I don't know. What, what do you think first? What are your tips for water? I think, like, if you have a goat that's not drinking water, you should drench them mm-hmm. with maybe some electrolytes or just normal water. But you can also put molasses in their water. Mm-hmm. Makes it taste better. And another thing you can do is um, Gatorade. Mm-hmm. Works too. Or salt. Yvette mm-hmm. told me before. I don't know. Some of them just... Some of our goats don't drink the salt. Do you know why they say salt? Do you know the um, science behind that? Well, I know there's like salt and Gatorade. So... <laughs> that's one of it it helps that's one of the things that helps um you know kind of replenish the electrolytes but salt makes you thirsty Mm -hmm. so when you drink salt water it makes you thirstier which means you drink more water Mm -hmm. and so if you have like a goat that you need to like cleanse your system move a lot of water through so you can think about like if you have a um a a a goat with um uh what's the 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 urinary tract thing called um urinary calcula calcula that's right and um you need to get as much liquid through that bladder as possible so you put salt in their water because that just gets them drinking drinking and peeing and peeing and getting that a lot yeah that's good those are those are good tips the drench is important mm-hmm. um you have that's basically there if you don't know what that is there's a just a little gun a drench gun it's like a big syringe yeah. that is you stick down their throat and you put it on their um, when you're holding them on the right side and it goes down and um, you know it goes right into their stomach. Yeah. And and uh, that's force feeding them water. So that's always works. You <laughs> <laughs> when other things don't, but it's obviously a lot more comfortable and a lot less intensive if you get them to drink on their own yeah um my tips is first of all clean water yes very important yes goats will um definitely drink more water when it's clean mm-hmm. um they'll they're, I mean, they're like us they're gonna look at something floating in the water and get disinterested <laughs> So, like, that's why we change waters multiple times a day for them. Um, The other thing is, this is kind of weird, but sometimes the color of the bucket 
matters. It does matter a lot. Like we have one bucket that is always emptied. It's that bright blue one that we attach to the wall. And like they will drink that one down to nothing. And it's like a five gallon bucket or something that's Mm -hmm. huge um, before they drink the other things. So they just really like that color bucket. (laughs) So I don't know the science behind that, but maybe. Well, what I have heard um, from some people is that some animals have color blindness, Mm -hmm. which means that some colors blend, some of them stand out more. So that could be a reason. It could be. It could. You have to ask your vet. Yeah, I thought maybe like it's blue. It looks like water. I don't know. <laughs> well, technically, water isn't really blue. It's clear. So <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. It just works. Maybe it looks like Kool Aid in blue. I don't know. <laughs> But that's that's the one we actually have to work hard to keep that clean because otherwise they'll even drink that one even when it's dirty for some reason. Yeah. So, um, the other thing is keep the dog out of the water if you can. If you can, because the mean, dog will the drool. dog needs water too. He needs water too. We give him his own water, but they don't tend to like to share with the dog. But I know ours, um, especially ours, he drools a lot. He does. Yes. Yeah, he's a great Pyrenees, and there's always something coming out of his mouth. So. Um, some of them drill more than others, but yeah. he's like... The yeah. goats, they just like, they make a funny face when they see drool falling yeah. in the water. <laughs> in the water. So, yes. Oh, and, you know, the other thing is, like, we have a couple big... We used to do only buckets, and that just got way too intensive. So now we use troughs as well, and... um one of the things is I use like a fishnet every day and clean out the troughs to make sure there's nothing floating in them because that helps them drink. I've tried a number of times to get fish, goldfish. They, they just die. They keep dying. I think um, I don't maybe I don't have the patience for the period of adapting them to the water or something, but I really do want to get goldfish in there to eat the algae. It just seems like it would be less work for me, but... So well, far, it hasn't Obviously, worked. sometimes, you know, goats see the algae and it's... Yeah. Yeah, I mean, it probably doesn't taste bad. No, but, I mean, it's at the bottom. It's probably... It tastes fine. Yeah, yeah but, but sometimes... Still, just, be good. Yeah. yeah, but I can't seem to get them to stay alive, so... <laughs> maybe that'll be a tip someday, how to get your goatfish to... <laughs> goldfish ever, to save a life. If we can ever figure that out. <laughs> if we can figure it out, yeah. <laughs> We need to um, bring in June to yeah. help us keep our fish alive. <laughs> well, we know how Jude keeps his fish alive. He has his sister do it for him. <laughs> no, I don't feed him. I just clean the tank. That's all. Well, that's they would die if you didn't. So It's true. All right. Um, anything else we wanted to talk about this week? Mm, not I can think of. Okay. Do you want to tell the listeners where they can learn more about us? Um, you can go to our website at JV Racing Goats or um, our Instagram. It's also JV Racing Goats. Mm-hmm. And our Facebook as well is also JV Racing Goats. Yep. Yep. And we're um, Instagram, baby goat pictures mainly. Um, Facebook, information shows. We'll also post. Um, uh, the babies that we'll be selling. 
And then our website as well will um, be right. posting we'll babies. We'll have um, a couple babies this year. Yep, we're going to be Come selling. visit them. Mm-hmm, check them out. Uh, the other thing is, you know, we have a merch store, which is linked from our website. It's mm. actually a Etsy store. So if you want your very own JB Racing Goats t-shirt, they're pretty cool. You can get them <laughs> there. All right, well... We're excited to talk to you every week, um, and we uh, were in the middle of the season here, so we're going to be trying to do this on a weekly basis and getting information out. It's going to be a lot of fun with quarantine and yep. coronavirus. We're not sure how next season's going to go. We've been we've been trying to kind of guess and <laughs> make make assumptions about how show season will run, but um, yeah, we'll. We'll share it with you all as it goes and as we learn. But that's all we have for this week. So um, I am JB. I'm Chloe. Y'all have a great week. We'll see you.